What do you get when you mix jobs, trivia, and a pair of podcast hosts ready for a challenge? That's right, it's game time. Get ready to join the fun on this episode of Career Chats with Katie and Robin. Hi, Katie. Hey, Robin. I've got a fun grab bag of jobs for today's game time. Are you ready? I'm so ready. The theme is medical okay. with a twist. And that twist is none of these jobs require medical school. Okay. And since you have your master's in public health nutrition, I figured you'll ace today's challenge. No pressure. No pressure. You better do it. Good job. <laughs> okay. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you the job title, a brief description, and the average salary for each job. And then I want you to guess how much schooling is required. Sound good? Okay, schooling. Yes, I'm excited. How much schooling? All right. Just as a reminder to our listeners, all links to these jobs are in the show notes if you want to investigate them further. Uh, And today, everything comes from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics based on their 2021 stats. Job number one is a genetic counselor. Mm. I didn't know, really. I mean, I could guess what a genetic counselor was, but it was never a job in my radar, right? So I was interested in this one. Genetic counselors assess clients' risks for a variety of inherited conditions, such as birth defects. They work primarily in hospitals, physician offices, outpatient care centers, university medical centers, and diagnostic laboratories, and most work full-time. I know I said I would tell you the salary while you guess the education, but I'm curious what you think the average salary might be for a genetic counselor. Okay, so just to clarify, though, this is a counselor, not the actual geneticist. Genetic counselor is the title I have here from U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's go between 75 and 90. Hey, that's really good. The average pay is just over 80000 a year, so you're right in the range there, Katie. Oh, good job. Yeah. In 2021, there were only 2,900 jobs, but it is growing at 18%. So it is growing uh, more than average, but still, you know, probably pretty competitive. Okay. Okay. Now the big question for you, how much schooling do you think a genetic counselor needs? Since the word counselor is in there, I'm going to go with bachelor's required, but like master's preferred. Okay. That's a good guess. Typically, a master's degree is needed. Okay. Okay. Nearly all states require genetic counselors to also be licensed Mm -hmm. and that requires usually board certification. Okay. So they're doing, you know, these are very smart, capable hands looking after to see how your genetics are turning out. (laughs) Nice. Okay. That was a good one. Okay. Job number two, respiratory therapist. Uh, Respiratory therapists care for patients who have trouble breathing. For example, helping someone with a chronic condition such as asthma. Most therapists work full-time in medical facilities that are always open, which means they may have shifts that include nights, weekends, or holidays. In 2021, there are over 135,000 jobs. So a lot more than the genetic counselor, and it's projected to grow even more at 14%. So a good job outlook. The average pay is around $62,000 a year. Oh. Now tell me, Katie, how much school do you think is required to become a respiratory therapist? Okay, so these were these people were essential during the pandemic, yeah, especially the height of it. But 62,000 is surprising. So I think I'm going to say 
bachelor's, but you're probably going to surprise me and be like high school. It is more than high school, but typically they just need an associate's degree in respiratory therapy. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that that was one of the things that you could get an associate's I didn't know that was a thing either. No. That's great. You can get a two-year degree and do that? Yeah. So some employers do prefer to hire candidates who have a bachelor's degree. They must be licensed in all states except Alaska, at least as of 2021. And the requirements for licensure vary by state. But yeah, a great job opportunity for someone who's like, I do not want to do four years of school. I am so pleasantly surprised with this one. Yeah. And the and the amount of jobs available. Let's go do that. Let's do it. All right. Job number three, athletic trainer. Mm. Uh, I feel like this is one of those more well-known jobs of the five I've chosen today. And maybe that's just my own bias as a dance major. There were always athletic trainers helping us when we got injured. Mm -hmm. Many trainers work in educational settings, such as colleges, as I just explained, elementary and secondary schools. Other trainers work in hospitals, fitness centers, physicians' offices, and for professional sports teams, which thinking of the sports teams, I'm curious how that affects the median average wage. Because the the average salary is only 48,000 in 2021. What? I know. Like to me, that feels really low. And I'm curious though, like if you are a trainer working in the NBA, I would assume and hope knowing how much those athletes are paid that it would be higher. Yeah, because they have full like medical doctors and everything behind the scenes for those games. Yeah. Uh, In 2021, there were 29,400 jobs. So not a huge industry, but it is growing with a 17% growth outlook. Okay. So yeah. What training do you think an athletic trainer needs? Okay. I kind of feel like you've set me up for a trick question with this one. (laughs) I feel like this is one of those jobs that there might be multiple avenues to get that title. Mm. Like maybe you have a high school degree and then you do some sort of certificate program. Or I know in my college, there was some sort of degree because at some point I did a sports nutrition like focus. And then I said, no, that's not the one for me. But during it, I was following the track for professional training and I would like I would wrap football's ankles and stuff. And I said, no, no, ma'am, not doing that. So I feel like you could have a degree, but I feel like there's probably another way you can get there. Would I trick you? Would I do that? You absolutely would. (laughs) So is that your final answer? That's it? Yeah, that's as far as I'm going. So definitive and confident. (laughs) I love it. Athletic trainers typically need at least a bachelor's degree and a master's degree is common. No. Yes. And nearly all (laughs) states require athletic trainers to have a license or uh, certification. Again, requirements vary by state. So this is one where I feel like you have to go to school quite a bit. And I wish the median average really reflected that better because this is a job that I always thought I would enjoy. I love the body and movement. And I was always so grateful for our our athletic trainers that we worked with. Yeah, their pay needs to be reevaluated. Yeah, we need to talk to the to the boss about that. Yes, we do. Okay, put it on the list. <laughs> Job number four is nuclear medicine technologist. Fancy, right? Yes. I had no idea what this job entailed when I saw it. A nuclear medicine technologist is someone who prepares and administers radioactive drugs for imaging or treatment. Mm. Most work in hospitals, but others work in physicians' offices, diagnostic laboratories, or imaging clinics. While there were just under 19,000 jobs in 2021, the field is 
is expected to grow, but just at 2%. So it's growing, but slower than average. Okay. Average salary is just under 79,000 a year. Oh. How much schooling do you think is required to become a nuclear medicine technologist? Okay. I'm probably going to be really wrong, but the word technologist is making me think more like technician. Sure. And maybe that's the wrong train of thought. Ooh, but they administer drugs. So now I'm like second guessing myself, but I'm going to stay firm. I'm going to say that there's probably an associate's degree that you can get trained on for this. Ding, 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 ding. <gasps> yeah. Okay. So nuclear medicine technologists typically just need an associate's degree from accredited nuclear medicine technology program. That's a great pay. It is. Yeah. So formal education programs in nuclear medicine technology or a related healthcare field lead to a certificate, an associate's degree, or a bachelor's degree. Amazing. Yeah. Most become certified and some must be licensed. But again, that's that's a really solid career path. Yeah, both of these that we've talked about that had AA degrees, why why are we not talking about this more? I know. Let's find a full-on interview for these people. Put it on the list. Okay. All right, finally, job number five is a pharmacy technician. This is one I think we all know. We see them when we're going to the grocery store to pick up our drugs, or you might you know, pick up your prescription at the hospital. Uh, most work full-time, but this is a good option for those who might want part-time work. The median pay is just under $37,000 a year. So definitely not rolling in the bucks, but it's a really great flexible job. And there's a lot of them coming in at 450,000 jobs in 2021, and it is growing at an average rate. So lots of opportunities. If you're looking for work and need something, this may be an option for you. So how much schooling do you think you need? I know this one. I've been in these moms groups, right, on Facebook, I'm sure. If you're a mom, you know. Yes. So I have seen people post in there saying, do you want to have a part-time job while your kid's at school? Come learn how to be a pharmacy tech. So I know for a fact, You just need to have a high school or equivalent so you can get trained on the job. Nope. You need a PhD. You're wrong. No. (laughs) (laughs) You are right. Absolutely right. All you need is a high school diploma or equivalent. And yeah, they will teach you on the job. Lots of jobs available. In fact, I think I've heard that a lot of pharmacies are hurting and need techs. If you're looking for something quick and something to, you know, supplement or pay the bills, that that's a, a really great option for a lot of people, I think. Yes. And the flexibility. That's the way I always see it marketed as on Facebook. So flexible. That was really fun, Robin. Good job, Katie. You did thank pretty you. good. Pretty thank good. You. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Again, all the links will be on our website. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Career Chats is hosted by Katie Huddleston and Robin Coney. Show notes and guest info can be found on our website, careerchats.show. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, stay curious.